What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Orange and Blue Thing. I am Brian Ernie. That's Aaron Meenan. What up? I love the excitement. I am ready. I'm ready to do this. It's very, very exciting tonight. You want to know why? Uh, sure. Because next month, there is regular season baseball. Absolutely. Three weeks from right now, we'll be in Port... Well, I'll be in Port St. Lucie. Yes. I'll be waving to you through my iPhone. Yeah. Uh, I wish you wish you were going to come, but maybe oh. next year. I'm getting there. I'm very excited. Yeah, three weeks, dude. It's going to come here before you know it. And, you know, I feel like this offseason kind of went pretty quickly for me. I don't know how, how I you think feel went, about it. I think it went, you know, I was, I was talking to Lauren about it the other day, and she's like, is this the first time you ever felt like the offseason went quickly? And I said it was because I think just mentally having, having opening day in March is such a difference. Exactly. Maker, you know, yeah. it's like you don't have to get till April. It's like, oh, sweet. It's like March 29th. And this year, every team's playing on March 29th. I love that. I love that. It's kind of like the last game of the season. Everyone yeah. starts at 1 p.m. That's the way it should it's be. It's pretty man. cool. I used to love when everybody opened on the same day and like the Reds opened five minutes earlier because <laughs> they were the first professional you know, franchise ever. It's so cool. It's the best, and I think it's going to be great. So I'm really looking forward to it. And we do have some stuff to talk about tonight. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, actually. We, yeah. we always feel like in the beginning of the week when the Mets aren't making as many moves as we all hope they would be that we're not gonna have much to talk about but we i feel like we always piece things together we have a very good show a very action-packed show planned for tonight um but first like what's going on this weekend super bowl i I feel like i don't have a rooting interest in it besides my super bowl box but what about you same i i have uh we do this little pool where the people who are in our weekly picks pool we like whoever wants to play we pick a team out of a hat and i i got new england so like the runner-up gets like your money back and then the winner gets i don't know like 120 bucks or whatever yeah so there's some rooting interest plus i can just deal with it i'm so used to new england winning like who cares at this point i don't want to see philadelphia win because screw philadelphia you know i haven't had a beer since uh championship sunday is that true? Yeah, because like I kind of felt under the weather. Remember last oh, week when, right, right, when right. Michael Barron got me sick at QBC? Yeah. I was like... Um, Barron, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let us just tell the story really quickly. He I think goes, we said it last week, but still, for no, some I new viewers. Think, I don't even know if we did. We're just like... <laughs> I'm walking The night by before him. QBC, he yeah. goes, I can't make it. I'm sick as a dog. So I didn't see that. So I'm walking right by him, and Mike and I have known each other for like five years. Worked together at Mets Blog. He puts his hand out, and I shake it. And Darren goes, you just got sick. Now, I'm like, wait, what happened? He's like, he's sick. And I'm like, Darren, are you sick? He goes, Ernie bolted for the bathroom. So I, so I, I literally was like, what the, f- man? I like, you know, I got a 15-month-old at home. I can't, if I get the kid sick, yeah. like, that's it. Blame it's, Baron. It's, 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 oh, it's we were like, all sick last week. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just guaranteeing. So I like, Baron. so I went and like scrubbed <laughs> in. I was like, you know, washing my hands. Like I was go- about to do like a heart transplant. Like yeah. it was, it was bad news bears. But as far as this weekend, I mean, I'm just, I, I would just, I got bagel bites. I got <laughs> any sizers. I'm going to make some food and just it, honestly, like we invited my brother and sister-in-law over and like, that's cool. And they, they, whatever my, my sister-in-law is, is seven and a half months pregnant wow so like so they might come over for like the first might be half. a labor party if she goes a little i early, know you know? I, twins too <laughs> oh twins. shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. so this i don't know i'm going snowboarding tomorrow so by sunday i'm probably not going to be too excited to like go to a bar so probably just watch at home drink some brews and uh order some junk food it's good it works but, that way man and like unless the unless a new york area team is in it i don't know it's just kind of me it's like an excuse to like have a couple beers on a sunday but yeah like yeah if i mean forget about it if the jets were in it like well then we could all just like 
pack up shop and go home because the apocalypse. Yeah, but is gun, to, gun to your head, Super Bowl boxes, gambling aside, like you have to choose one. Who are you going for? I gotta go New England. I think so. It's only because I fucking hate Philadelphia. Right, I can't do it. I, I hate like, anything that has to do with Philly. Yeah. I don't like Philly's fans. The Eagles fans are trash, no. uh, scum of the earth. So I feel like if, even though I don't like New England, and I, and I feel like there's a lot of fugazi stuff going on up there. Do you see like the refs after the game? The first person yeah, to congratulate yeah, Brady yeah, was yeah. the fucking ref. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, give me a break. But anyway. One or the other, Brady. Go Whatever. for Whatever. I'm used, to, like we said. It's not a football I'm, show. I'm, but. Used, I'm used to New England, <laughs> but you're used to it by now. Absolutely. And we have with Nikki uh, Nikki G Money is going to have your Mets guide to the, tomorrow. Right? Yes, tomorrow awesome. on the Seven Line blog to the Super Bowl Fifty Two. So go over and check that out tomorrow. Also today, our first ever T-shirt came out. Yeah. How are they so doing? Let's cheers to that. They're yeah. Doing, they're doing better than I thought. You better than you thought. Cheers. Better than you thought. Cheers. Mm. Well, that's good because I like that. you know what it is. It's like, not all my family buying them, right? I, I don't know. I didn't really check the names, <laughs> but we sold a good good amount of them. I, I reserved one for my dad, and I was in the comments here, so he wanted me to save him one. I don't worry, pops. I saved you one. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a it's not a Mets thing. It's not really a seven line. Thing. It's a show thing. So I, I, I was cool. there's no Mets marks on it, so right. I wasn't really sure. Obviously, people that are buying them are loyal viewers and listeners, yeah. which is really cool. Which we have a lot of, and we appreciate it. And that we are going to honor that later on in the show. Brian and I talked about it just a little bit ago on, on Instagram, Instagram Live. We do a lot of incentives for people to watch a live show on Facebook. But I don't want to shortchange all of our loyal listeners and fans that maybe they work at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. They can't watch the live show, but yeah. why should they be punished for not watching live, so, live shows? So we are going to start a thing where people that leave reviews on our iTunes uh, podcast page yeah. can be in the running each week to win something. That's so, awesome. And I know that like the uh, part of my take, guys, always uh, suggest if you already subscribe, just unsubscribe and resubscribe. Mm-hmm. I guess it actually helps because iTunes doesn't keep track of that. Yeah. So if you're one of those people out there and you're you've already subscribed, unsubscribe, resubscribe, leave a review, and maybe we'll be in the running for next week. And the reviews have been great. We they are. We got well over 100 you. reviews now. And, and we know. Look, you. Whatever. We're not like begging for five star reviews, but the fact that you guys want to give them to us and, and we do, you know, help make the baseball season and the all season enjoyable to you is, is, is a point of pride. For so us. we will get to some reviews later. Brian and I will scroll through them, pick someone out for the, as this week's winner. But Orange Blue Thing Tees, if you're interested, go to the sevenline.com and pick one up. But we do have Lizzie back here behind the scenes. She was off last week and uh, Lizzie is raising some loot. For a cancer research project, and I wanted to just give her a quick shout out. Thanks for coming back, Lizzie. You're on. You're yeah, on welcome right back. If you Lizzie. want, I think I think your mic's <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. So uh, Lizzie's raising some loot. If you go to her Twitter account, I think it's just at Lizzie T Seven L. Is that her underscore or anything? Uh, L I Z Y underscore T Seven L. And then read all about it. Help her raise some loot. I think MJ is a part of that too, as well, MJ right? MJ is the t- MJ and Nancy are our team captains. And awesome. They, and they dance. For four hours straight while <laughs> I'm sweating my butt off on a Excellent. on a bike. But cool. It's so I think you got a couple hundred bucks to go. Uh, a few hundred, yeah. I can go over my limit though. So there you go. <laughs> Don't stop the donating. Excellent. And while we're talking about uh, f- about charity stuff, I, I are you going to come with me? Did you, did you hear about the polar bear thing? Yeah, I did. I didn't really promote this yet at all because yeah. I wanted it to be like a month out. It's on March third in Port Washington to benefit uh, Special Olympics. So mm-hmm. it's a it's an in and out thing. Jump in. Get cold for a second, raise some money for Special Olympics. I haven't promoted it yet, but the Polar Bear Plunge, Polar Bear Plunge on uh, March third in Port Washington. Yeah. I think you should come. I'll, I, I might I'll drive. I might be able to be talking. I've done it a couple of times yeah. on Super Bowl Sunday in Long Beach, but I think that you guys. Yeah, should, I know that one's really popular. You should it? join us, dude. Yo, it's very, very popular. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, anyway, we are going to get to some reviews here, pick some out, read some out to you guys. We should also mention that you can get it, us uh, elsewhere besides iTunes now. Oh, you can. I, you can. Let me turn this thing off for a second. Let me get back to the main frame here. Uh, yeah, thanks to uh, Keith Blacknick, our man behind the scenes. He does mm -hmm. all the post-production of the show. So afterwards, the, the show does go on iTunes and SoundCloud, but he... He last week took the bull by the horns and got us on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, and then also SoundCloud and iTunes. So if yeah. you're not an Apple device user and you want to listen to us, you can. Yeah. So there you go. Not only SoundCloud, but Google Play, all that good stuff. So check us That's out. It. If you're an iPhone uh, defector, then feel free. I to, might be uh, one soon. I was going to say, we were just talking about it. We did. So, so anyway, uh, let's get to some reviews here. Read some out. I know... Uh, uh, a lot of you guys wrote these in the past couple of days. I just screenshot a couple here. So uh, from I Haunt You says, uh, as a Mets fan, we always always want more, more of our team, especially during the winter months uh, when the game of baseball seems light years away. The podcast is second to none. Shows The shows feeds the baseball monster in me. It's that I need more baseball I've been looking for. I co totally butchered that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Let's get to another one here. Uh, best podcast. That's a good one. Matt Co. 1025. These guys are great. Grab a beer and listen or put on the podcast for long drives to work. This is your one-stop shop for all things Mets related. Let's go Mets. One more here. Uh, James from Yonkers. First time, long time. Five stars from James. Thanks a lot, James. I've been sitting with you guys off and on since 2014 when I can afford the tickets, and I've been watching, listening since episode one. <clears throat> Love your, your perspective. It's just fun to see you guys go back and forth. Hopefully, I get to see you guys at a few more outings this year. Keep up the awesome work and the awesome show. Let's go Mets. P.S. Brian, if you need a few dance steps for what's in the box, I'm your man. There you go. So um, there it is. I think we're gonna give James from Yonkers the free stuff. There you go, James. So, See you all for dance steps and <laughs> good things happen. Did you practice any? No. All right. So what's in the box later on in the show? If you do want to be on the line with us right now, though, the phone number is six three one three eight eight five one nine five. Lizzie doesn't even have the phone with her. So if anyone's been calling, uh, we apologize in advance. Let's get to a little topic here that uh, you wanted to chat about because Mr. Bob Nightingale. Uh, on Twitter put something up a couple days ago. Yeah, so we talked about this briefly last week when we were talking about ownership and about kind of passing the buck onto the fans. Hey, look, we're not going to invest if you guys don't come to the ballpark. Well, it seems as though teams can create a, a desire for their tickets <laughs> by acquiring good players. This is shocking. I know it's very, very, very surprising. But apparently, it seems that the Yankees have already have sold 550,000 more Thousands. tickets. That's a lot of tickets. Uh, over a half a million tickets more than they did at this point a year ago. And What's I, the capacity of that ballpark? Uh, I think it's about somewhere in the 50s. I think it's 54, 56, somewhere there. But uh, that's, it's probably at least, what, let's say 10 full ballparks worth of games. Um, I'm thinking... And, uh, and this is just me spitballing. There might be a correlation between going out and getting good ballplayers and building a winning team and the fans coming out. <laughs> I don't think it works the other way around. So this is just to prove right then and there that the idea that, uh, again, I said it last week, that, that it's just it's such a it's such a backwards idea that this is the only reason. The only way we're going to spend is if you guys come out. It, that's not that's not how you work. If you build it 
They will come. <laughs> Speaking of, did you see what happened to that that uh, that, did. that the, field? Field of Dreams. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the Iowa. person maybe just had no idea and they were like, "Oh, this is just like a, a cool might... looking field. I want to go rip through no, my truck." No, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty obvious. My parents have been there, and uh, it's 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 beautiful. It's cool. That it's open. To, anyone can play there, right? It's what we're talking about is the Field of Dreams um, field. In Someone Iowa. bumped up the curb and drove on yeah. the grass with a pickup truck and ripped up the dirt and did, did a whole bunch of damage to like the sprinklers and stuff. So uh, obviously that's that sucks. But um, yeah, I mean, anyway, it's unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, I just I just don't understand. I that I don't understand the attitude. I talked about it last week. I'm not going to belabor the point. I just thought it was very interesting to find out that apparently. If you get good ball players every once in a while, I think, that's, I think that seems like a no-brainer. So we are going to go to the phones here uh, and talk about an issue that has been very near and dear to my heart. Uh, is that Aria? How do you? Aria. That's what I thought. I should have in a second guessed myself. Aria from Far Rockaway. Aria, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Sitting on the Van Wick over here. Traffic as usual. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know how it is. Um, so first of all, first time, long time. I really enjoy the show and the podcast when I can catch it. And uh, I love your guys' products. That it's just it's uh, really brings me back to my childhood, uh, especially with uh, you know the Shea the Shea silhouettes. I actually had an idea. I know they come in black, but if you made the cap blue to mimic Shea Stadium and have the silhouettes. I think that'd be a rock solid seller right there. I get this email All at least time. twice a week. Yep. The reason why you can't do a blue cap and make the neon neons on them is because a lot of the neons have blue in it. You can't embroider blue on blue without without it like not you know gonna it's not gonna it. pop. It's, yeah, you're, you're gonna lose it. it. So ah, that's the I whole did, reason. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, so the only reason why it's gotta be a black cap. It doesn't have to be a black cap, but if you don't, it's just gonna not it's not gonna look too good. So anyway, you wanted to talk I, I about you wanna talk about yeah, some third base options? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, as Mets fans, we all want Mike Moustakis. Um, it seems like the free agency market in general is just, like, something we've never seen before. But why don't we do something like similar to what we did with Cespedes, give him that three-year deal with the one-year opt-out. That way, he has a guaranteed money for three years at least. And then if he wants to opt out next season, if he sees the market is much better for him next year, he could do that. Well, and, then, I- you know, it shores us up. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Naria. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words. Look, at, first of all, I think we should talk about this. As a Mets fan, I do not want Mike Musakis. I don't. I don't think he's as good as Todd Frazier. Uh, and and we can talk about my love for Todd Frazier. We are going to in a little he, bit. Uh, but you know, with the thing with Musakis is, I know Matt Cerrone wrote about that on, on on Mets blog. I actually started a couple of weeks ago to write and suggest the exact same thing. Even before I uh, read Matt on it, which is you know the like-minded thing, um, yes, I understand the idea that if you could offer Musakis some kind of high-value one-year opt-out term in a three or four-year deal, you give him some downside guarantee. He obviously has some long-term protection. That being said, look ahead at the free agents that are coming up next year. Manny Machado and Josh Donaldson are both going to be free agents, so that's going to water down Musakis's market. Uh, the year after that, I believe you you eventually, I think someone else ridiculous, maybe it's Nolan Arenado, but I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, either way, I, I've, I've done the research on this. Even if you gave him an opt-out after year one or year two, you're still going to have a problem. is still going to have a problem there if he goes back and hits the market. This is very strange. It's, it's a very strange free agent market, and he's right, but 
I just, I, I first of all, they're not going to get, they're not going to go there with Mustakas. It's just not going to happen. It, it, Sandy basically said as much yeah, yeah, today yeah. Uh, at the with the when the moving truck went and and left. So it's just not going to happen. Um, and and I think it's uh, there's just no reason, honestly, to to even entertain the pipe dream because Mustakas to the Mets is just it's not going to happen. So what you just brought up, the uh, the Mets did a, an event today at the ballpark. I think you actually had to be invited or you had to win tickets or something. But it was like the send off where they load up the truck with whatever is left that they have to ship down to uh, spring training. Mister Met and Mrs Met are there to to do their little thing with the you know photo shoots and stuff like that say what's up to the fans but sandy did hold a little little not a press conference but he held court out there in the outfield behind the bullpen and he said that they've actually done more than 80 percent of the teams in the game this offseason and is that something that you think you agree with because i, mean, I laughed when i heard that i mean yeah. kind of like is there any fact checkers in the in the crowd that want to you know yeah i mean they have done more than most teams i mean they they've it, like you said to me we were talking about this before we went on the air it's of course you know swarzak Bruce and Reyes aren't yes those are three moves right 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 Giancarlo Stanton is one big move right right but not even to compare themselves to the Yankees um, it's not a one one it's not like an equal like you know you get Stanton and we right. get Suarez oh we both made one move one move exactly. that's not how it works exactly not to mention the fact that they had a lot more holes to fill and a lot of payroll that came off the books so it's not like you can say oh well you know the, the, we've made three moves, and that's more than most people made at all. Right, like, right, look right, at us, right, we're right. moving the market. No, that's They not, made moves, but they have major holes, and it's not filled. Huge. And spring training is like two weeks away from pitchers and yeah, catchers. Yeah, pitchers that's and catchers crazy. 11 days away. That's nuts. They still don't have a starting infielder either at either at third or second base pick, whichever one. Okay? Right, right, right. So they still need one starting infielder. I could argue that they probably need a, an, another starter. I, probably, I mean, it'd be nice. These guys are not going to all. This rotation but, is not going to be healthy all season. It's impossible. So, you, guys coming off injury or shut down early, whatever from last year. There's no way that our starting guys are going to make it the whole season. Not to mention the they fact need that, more backups. That, and with the ten game DL now, the game has changed. So you might as well just throw a guy on there because what is he going to miss one start? Okay, right, right, misses right, right. one start and whatever. So you're going to need more than even the seven starters they have. If you want to count Wheeler and Gaselman and Lugo, they have seven starters, basically. They're going to use those guys plus a couple. So there are going to be guys like Chris Flexen, guys like that are going to work into the rotation too. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's time for them. But speaking to, of the pitchers, we should tip our caps to Smoker. Yes, Smoker. We should, we should, we should. Yeah, DFA'd and then eventually traded to Pittsburgh. Um Got uh, a look. guy from Stony Brook. Yes. I saw you yeah. asked if you want to go to the bar with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to the bench? I think I have once or twice, but yeah. someone in the comments, a bunch of people in the comments yesterday on Facebook were like, the bench, I'll yeah. meet you there. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, it's funny because, you know, Stony Brook's like five minutes from my house. It's it's located around, you know, the uh, school district around It's right at the train it. station? Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah I've been Yeah, there. the bench, yeah, is right across from the train station. So uh, it's obviously Stephen Matt's country, too. So it's cool. I mean, the guy's 24. Um, look, uh I don't expect him to turn into Jerry Blevins, but I mean, what I was saying in the blog yesterday is that Smoker isn't a loogie. He's not a left-handed only guy that he's going to go and be a specialist like Blevins is and get a big, get Bryce Harper in a big spot. You know what I mean? He was actually the same against righties and lefties last year. Um, And the year before that, he was better against righties than lefties. So, you know, Daniel Zamora... I don't know. He could be nothing. He could never, ever reach the major leagues. 
But, you know, lefties tend to mature later in their careers. If the guy, he had some interesting uh, minor league stats. Hey, maybe this is a guy that you can throw in as a second lefty in your bullpen in a year or two. Maybe it works out. Who gets to the, who, who gets the bigs first? Uh, Daniel Zamora or Ryder Ryan? Ryder Ryan? You never know. <laughs> maybe they both never get there. Maybe they both get there and they're your eighth and ninth <laughs> inning guys. You have no Imagine. idea. Uh, We are going to get to a little poll we put up a couple days ago, or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, But before that, if you share the show right now, you'll be in the running for a couple free T-shirts. Actually, one free T-shirt. We're giving the other one away to the iTunes guy. So share the show right now. You get the orange and blue thing T-shirt on, Brian and I. Uh, Just tell us your size. At the end of the show, we'll we'll pick someone out that shares the show, and uh, we'll mail it out to you. So I think this beer sent me pretty good. I had a half a beer, and I haven't drank in two weeks. I'm like, I'm feeling a little buzzed that'll, already. That'll get you. <laughs> that'll get you. So the big hole that they have to fill, the Mets still have to fill, is third base um, or second base. Take your pick. Um, and the poll this week that we put up was, assuming the Mets are going to acquire one of their four finalists it makes it sound like a bad american idol spoof you know like these are the finalists for the job uh you know who remember william hung i do is she on the list yeah i'm not gonna do a bad william hung impression (laughs) i imagine some show me your name (laughs) yeah 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 please don't get at us advocacy she bang she bang (laughs) anyway uh todd frazier eduardo nunez neil walker and josh harrison uh the results came in 36% 36% of the over 1,700 votes that came in were for Josh Harrelson, uh, Harrison. Uh, Are you drunk? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm thinking about William Hung now. 35% were for Todd. She move. She move like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. 35% were for Todd Frazier. Uh, 19% some... For some reason, we're for Eduardo Nunez and 10% for Neil Walker. Oh, so first, you're, not, you're not a fan. So, first of all, let me apologize to the Nunez family before I take this guy to completely to school. No! I'll pull up your blog from today. What the hell is wrong with you people? Why do you want Eduardo Nunez? Okay. Let me just say but, this. Hold on. Look, before we go on, yeah. you, you also, your pick is Frazier over Harrison, even yes. though Harrison won. Yes. Yeah. By 1%, by the Because the, way. the reason why is because... It's it's pretty simple. I mean, you have to give up something player-wise for Harrison. They want Brandon Nimmo. I, I'm high on Brandon Nimmo, not just because we talk to him. Or oh, because we're boys now? Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're boys. Uh, I'm, you know, it's not just for that reason. It's because I think there are a lot of really valuable skills he has. Uh, Eno Saris, in one of his last posts for Fangraphs, he was another guy from the uh, that got hired for The Athletic, um, which we should talk about in a second. Um he wrote this great piece on what Nimmo could be, and he said, oh, "I saw that. So yeah, he retweeted it or something." Yeah, like that. and it was and it was exciting. You know, I think there's a lot of value there. So, in Frazier, Nunez, or Walker, they don't have to give up anything but money. You know, insert joke here, right? You know, and just the money. Nunez, I don't get the love, man. I just don't understand it. People are obsessed with batting average, and I thought we were past the point that that we were talking about batting average like it was the end-all, be-all. The guys were, Frazier and Nunez got on base pretty much the exact same rate last year. What do I care? Uh, seriously, what do I care if Nunez hit hit 318 or whatever and Frazier hit 213? 
If anything, like, and I wrote about this very, very specifically, so please don't <laughs> at me, okay? <laughs> unless you read, read it. Unless you read it. I wrote about their contact rates. I wrote about their chase rates. I wrote about their hard hit rates. I wrote about almost everything you can think of. And if you still tweet at me about batting average, I hate you and I never want to speak to you ever again. Okay? But, I mean, I just don't get it. Not only that, but the, this is really the, the, the big crux of the issue. Okay? The defense is just so – was so bad last year. Yeah, yeah. Cabrera is not going to be good pretty much – anywhere you put him he, he was better at third base but whatever i mean that could easily change over a, a full season sample uh you're getting better if you if agon is the first baseman you're probably improving defensively at first mm -hmm. at shortstop there's no comparison having rosario there for a full season is gonna be a massive improvement and in center having some combination of Ligaris and nimmo uh out there is going to be much much better than whatever they they decide to do with the Conforto, Cespedes, whatever what they were doing last year in center. Uh, you need another good glove. You have your whole team is built around pitching. The whole thing is built around the idea that DeGrom, Syndergaard, Harvey, Matt, Wheeler, Lugo, Gesellman, they can get you out. The best way those guys can get you out is making sure that they pitch to contact and saving their arms they can throw less pitches if they pitch to contact and making sure they get outs on balls they should get outs on. Frazier is a phenomenal defensive third baseman. Uh, Rosario is going to be a really good defensive shortstop. If Cabrera is kind of eh, at second base and Gonzalez can pick up a little bit off of that range, they have a decent defensive infield and it should be a very good defensive outfield. Well, now I'm okay with that. But Nunez isn't good anywhere. You know, <laughs> you talk about it's like and people go, well, Nunez is versatile. Well, yeah, okay. But you know what? Like, if I put an accountant, you know, and give him a wrench, it doesn't mean he's a versatile <laughs> mechanic. It just means that he's a guy holding a wrench. You know what I mean? It's a, he's not going to fix anything in your in your on your engine. He's just he's still an accountant. So this is and and with Nunez, he's not even really a capable accountant because he's not good at third. He's not good at short. He's not good at second. So any position the Mets would want him to play, he's not good at. I think you're probably happy that he got third on the on the the chart then, right? Nobody yeah. wants Walker. Let's just go yeah. with that. Well, you know, that's not happening. We talked about that with Mark, and, and that's not happening because on the way out. But he also said that yeah, Bruce, says, true. Bruce is unlikely, yeah. and then a week later Bruce is on the team. So Yeah, but you know what? I think that was more about market than it was about uh, than it was about Walker. Is, is a, I think it's a personal issue. Before we move on to the next topic, share the show. Win some free shit at the end of the show. Um you got to bring some art for for the set, for the. Set. I know, I know, I know. That's awesome, Amelia's pretty little, cool, right? Uh, art project, yeah, that's the great. The first non-Mets related uh, piece of memorabilia up on the walls here. So it's very cool. Once you get some art, yeah. Once he starts drawing or whatever, he. Uh, I was uh, video called at work today because he's swinging at like Lauren was throwing him. Oh really? Like ball, and he was, that's awesome. He was like swinging at them. This kid's a baseball kid, man. He loves it. I, I don't know. I'm trying not to get too excited about it because I don't want to like ruin it. But he seems to Are like to make him a lefty. And, and I'll show you a video after he's I, he loves when I chant. Let's go Mets. He That's freaks awesome. Out. It's funny. That is awesome. So we are going to get to some voicemails. But if you want to call us, you can. The phone lines are open. Six, three, one, three, eight, eight, five, one, nine, five. Call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, but we are going to get to some voicemails in the meantime. So we got the first one up here from Kylie. 
Hey guys, it's Kylie. I was just calling because yesterday I was watching a program on TV about the best ballpark food. And my question is, of all the ballparks that you've been to, what is your favorite thing that you've eaten? And then a second part, if you could bring any food to City Field next season, what would it be? See you guys soon. This is a tough one for me because, as we talk about often on the show, I yeah. barely eat at the games. I, I usually like to get to my seat, get a couple beers, eat prior, and then not really eat. Yeah. Um, I'll let you go first, though. So, like, if you have a favorite ballpark food in another ballpark was, I think, her second question. Like, what would you want to bring to City Field? I don't know, man. I, th- I don't really have anything at other ballparks. We talked about it, too, like, through text. I didn't want to, like, yeah. text the, what we're going to talk about on the show. But right. you also said, like, anything that takes too long, you don't want to wait for nah, it. Like, we're not standing nah. online for Shake Shack missing three innings of the game. Nah, it's just not worth it. Um, I've found some workarounds. I used to love the steak tacos at Taqueria, but... Um, but I, I'm obsessed with, like, the Italian, uh, the hot Oh, time, yeah, Mama's. Uh, the hot turkey uh, hero at Mama's. Before we get into our favorites, yeah. though, I did put up a poll after I heard this voicemail yeah. this morning just to see what the fans thought, mm-hmm. and I was I was stunned by the results. Yeah. Because... Really? I'll tell you in a second. All right, so uh, the question was this afternoon uh, on Orange Blue Things. That's the uh, Twitter name, the Orange and Blue Things too long, so at Orange Blue Thing. You could pick one of these options for a bite at the ballpark. What do you get? Burger, hot dog, pizza, or chicken fingers? Over 1,000 people voted. Hot dog took in 49% of Why the Why is vote. that shocking? Because I think hot dogs are kind of gross. And like, like all hot dogs are gross? I, yeah, pretty much. It's just crap. It's like lips and ass. and well, yeah. It's disgusting. Lips and ass. So yeah. like, if you're going to eat something, I feel like <laughs> yeah, you what, did. out of these options, right. I mean, I also don't eat much meat anymore Like since yeah. last June. Okay. But I mean, I still eat meat as long I'm as it's sorry not like... To hear that. I don't eat like fast food meat. No. Uh, like I'm not eating like... The, if, you, if, if I put it on my Twitter account. If you can get 20 nuggets for like three bucks, it's probably not good food. Yeah. So anyway, out of these options, I would get the pizza. Yeah. But okay. what, what would you get out of, the, out of these? I four? voted for chicken fingers just for the protein, man. Uh, but I looked up something after this yeah. because, like, I heard this stat. But I don't eat any of that crap anyway. Like, I, I knew that it was out of these some... options, like, we talked about it, like, I think maybe last week. Yeah. Like, when we were talking about the pizza thing being behind our yeah, section. Yeah. Whatever that pizza place is yeah, called. It's cool. It's good. Rosso, Rosso. Papa Russo, Papa Russo. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was um, two boots. Yeah. Like, I'll get something quick, like, slice, boom, yeah, yeah. beer on draft. Like, I'll tell you what that place needs. <laughs> It needs a buffalo chicken slice. Uh, who doesn't need a buffalo chicken slice? Damn straight. Somebody get me a buffalo chicken grass slice. Fed, at the grass place. fed, grass fed. Especially if you're going to sell grass that. Fed if chicken. you're going to have that free shirt Friday pizza shirt, you need a buffalo, a respectable buffalo. That's chicken why slice. we were talking. I forgot about why we were talking that about. Is it. Why we're but talking. listen to this shit. I'm going to put Lizzie on the spot here because <laughs> I looked something up. You're on camera right now, Lizzie. I looked something up after hearing <laughs> that. 50% wanted hot dogs. Right. I heard this a while ago, probably from listening to like Kobayashi or something like that uh, during the uh, right. during the 4th uh, of July contest there. So I looked it up on Google. You know, take it with a grain of salt if you think it's true or not. Americans eat 20 billion hot dogs a year. Uh-huh. If you do that, the average, it's yeah. the average human eats 70 hot dogs a year. Do you think yeah. that's true? Well, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I have zero. Uh, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. like, whatever. I mean, I'll get right. weak and I'll have two hot dogs. But right. how many? I asked Lizzie. <laughs> That's terrible. I asked. How Wait, many, you, do you, how many do you have? I, I like. I eat like natural, organic, a hundred percent. Do they make? Beef. I didn't know they even made organic. Thank you, Brian. Right. Right. They have like they have, at Whole Foods. They have like the real one hundred. Yes. I found them when Lauren was yes. pregnant because it's the only. Well, it's they yes. Have no nitrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, yeah, 100% no nitrate or anything. Beef doesn't mean it's not also no, 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 no. no. It's like no. no yeah. There's nothing. They don't in use these. the shitty parts. They use the good parts. Right. 
Rewind a second. So I said, so we're, we're, I'm, we're together. On How many do you wait, have a year? Wait, wait till you I, hear I mean, my it's answer. Now, because we eat those things, I probably have like 10. 10 a year. A year? Those, those are like, I might have two. Those, that's like our quick dinner, like like yeah, hot dogs so and there's eight tots in a pack. and broccoli. Okay, yeah. So hold on. Hold. You, I have maybe two. Okay, maybe you a little bit 10. more. Thank Let you. me put Hold on. Maybe a little bit more. Okay. So I said to Lizzie, I just Googled this. Before, I, I thought that she was going to think that the answer of 70 was high. Yeah. So I said, uh, Lizzie, in a year, how many hot dogs do you think the average American eats? Right. And what did you say? I, Grant, uh, go ahead. What did you, you say? I, I really put some thought into it. <laughs> and? And I said 350. <laughs> so you're averaging a hot dog a day? Almost. And I thought about, like, the fat MFers in this country, okay. and then I thought about the people we that just don't lost eat half our audience. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about, yeah, but we're talking about average here. That means the the people who love hot dogs, yeah, would have to eat double that amount to make up for people who eat none. None. But so I that's eat a lot of hot dogs. Three hundred. I, I don't eat three hundred and fifty, but I do eat. I I like those hot dogs. Okay, uh, but that is. Incredible! That's an incredible number. <laughs> People like hot dogs, man. What do you want to I want to meet someone I that eat, eats that many. I eat Maybe Frank ones. Fleming might. You know Frank? Yeah, Frank might. Frank you might ever eat see what Frank puts dogs. up on the internet on Twitter? He puts up like his meals every dinner. Oh, that's good. he puts uh, Frank's Frank's <laughs> meals, it's and it's like a plate of crap with you could see the salt. That's how much salt yeah, he puts on it. But he has like maybe three hot dogs per si- per sitting. But it's good, man. He might have three hundred something hot dogs. That's a good. Year. That's sustainable Wait, too because because that's actually great for your lifestyle. Do they also account for the? The hot dog eating contest because that's a lot of hot dogs in one day. But you that don't could be d- averaged into this whole. Bullshit. I guess that's a lot of freaking <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so for all you guys out there that voted for hot dogs, you know, good for you. But I doubt the ones so what at the do you, ballpark. Do you want to bring anything fed. from from? Oh whatever. yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the actual question that we got to twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to bring anything? Do you are, are you what do you what do you eat when you're there? You eat anything you can get quick, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much, dude. I mean, you know what? You know what astounds me. Why aren't people eating at Blue Smoke more? Because people don't want to wait on lines, I don't think. No, Blue Smoke has, like, no line. I mean, ever. if you're going to wait on line for Shake Shack, you may as well wait on line for Blue Smoke. Blue Smoke Blue Smoke has, like, half the line at Shake Shack. What is it, ribs? Pulled pork? It pulled pork and all that, just a, like, molasses chicken sandwich that was, like, crazy good. I mean, I'll eat steak I and stuff at a steakhouse. I don't eat meat. and Like, I don't eat, like, out out of place meat anymore i don't know whatever anyway i don't eat my steak at a steakhouse whatever i got on the screen here boozy if you're watching live the taco on a helmet i think would be really cool to bring to city field even though it's not a taco it's just like nachos in a helmet yeah it's just change the name it's not a taco it's not a taco it's chips she opens up a bag of chips pours it in nice old lady that works there uh i think we talked about this last year she needs she they made her take away her tip cup last year why i don't know Last year, I was like, where's the tip cup? I want to, you know, yeah. hit, you, hit you off with some scratch here. Yeah. And she goes, oh, they made me take it away this Can't year. Can you just hand it to her? I probably could. I, yeah, I put it under like a napkin. I give her like a buck or whatever. But yeah. anyway, if you're looking on the screen here, it's based, It's not like a, a regular size helmet. It's a little bit bigger than the ice cream helmet. Cheese, lettuce, sour cream, salsa, chips. I, I hold the meat because, you know, I don't really eat like ground beef at a ballpark. That's what we hear. Uh, but what's your what's your fave? I don't know, man. I like the I like the mama's. Uh, you the, do know because uh, it's already queued up. It is. It is. <laughs> the, the hot turkey uh, hero over there at mama's is legit. And then I like me some blue smoke. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of good stuff. We're blessed because I remember when I went to Nationals Park, I, I like. I couldn't get anything to eat. It was like everything. This is before they opened their Shake Shack or whatever. It was just like everything was just traditional ballpark fare. And it was like I didn't want to eat a 
eat uh, uh, lips and ass hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I didn't, uh, you know, and I, like I was trying to stay away from the chicken fingers or whatever, but like I had to cave, and I just like I had them. So I don't know. We have a lot of good options. I I want I want a damn buffalo. I'm on a buffalo chicken. Sauce. Where were we last year with the um, crickets? Seattle? Seattle was it crickets yeah. or grasshoppers? Mm-hmm. Uh, grasshopper. I didn't try one. The people were oh right, right, sell it like in a a, a bag. I had one. Superfood now, right? And it wasn't like roasted enough, so it was still moist inside. But wasn't it like in like a a Ziploc bag? It was in like a Tupperware, plastic Tupperware. It's weird. Like people were walking around like in the game. Like you want to try it? I'm like, um, I'm good. When I crunched down on it, it like exploded. It was so disgusting. (laughs) So one and done. That sounds very disgusting. So anyway, three weeks. uh, Rum buckets and tacos and helmets. Sounds a lot better than grasshoppers and grasshopper guts. Nachos and helmets. You want to give us a call? 631-388-5195. Also, share the show to be in the running for some free stuff towards the end of the show. We are going to get to another voicemail here, though. Uh, Where is it? There we go. Let's Play this one here. What's up, guys? I love the show. This is Eddie Murray calling out from uh, Las Vegas. Uh, my question is, I think uh, Howard Johnson deserves to be in a Mets Hall of Fame. Just wanted to hear your take on that. Love the show and love to hear your uh, take on that. Thanks, guys. Take it away, Ernie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Howard, Johnson. Howard Johnson should be in the Mets Hall of Fame. Uh, if you look... At the Mets franchise index on uh, Baseball Reference, which I'm going to pull up on my screen right now, and Darren can, uh, if well, he, if he wants to, he doesn't have to. Oh, well. um, uh, you, it shows you the top 12. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the top 24 Mets by uh, wins uh, above replacement, also known as WAR. Howard Johnson is 14th um, on that list. The guys in front of him are Tom Seaver, David Wright, Doc Gooden. Uh, Jerry Kuzman, Daryl Strawberry, Carlos Beltran, Edgardo Alfonso, Sid Fernandez, Jose Reyes, uh, John Macla- John Matlack, Al Leiter, Keith Hernandez, and Mike Piazza. Uh, I don't know where you found that graphic over there, but I'm, I got, just got like this other standard franchise index page. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Hojo should be there, but there are guys that deserve to be there even before Hojo, in my opinion, and I wrote about this for the blog, um, and, and they were... Uh, I think I named them. It was, you know, Reyes, um, Al Leiter. But Reyes can't be in yet. He, when he retires. Reyes, uh, Al Leiter, Carlos, um, Edgardo Alfonso, and David Wright. And, and I would get right on the, the Beltron thing since he just retired. And Edgardo Alfonso. How is Edgardo Alfonso not in the Mets Hall of Fame? This guy is like the most underrated uh, player maybe in Mets history. I know Beltron. I know there's a section of people who don't like Beltron for whatever reason, but like. But, but who was before uh, Piazza? Uh, Franco. Was Franco the last yeah, one Frank, in before Franco. Was... Yeah, it was 2012. That, yeah. that was. I missed that. that induction. No, you were there. I was there. Yeah, I missed this. We, I missed the ceremony. We had the tailgate party. We didn't go in in time. I, I didn't go in at all. Remember, I just drove in for the tailgate because I hurt my ankle. What a lush. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I wasn't even drinking. I had to. I literally drove out to, so that you wouldn't yell at me. Because we were hosting this co-hosted tailgate party. Little did I know that I was going to co-host something with you every day for the rest of my life now. Well, well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, like, we do this, like, Thursday thing. But, I mean, yeah, you still, we're definitely in constant contact. Yeah, I would say. I would definitely say so. Um, yeah, so Hojo, I mean, look, Hojo had a great Mets career. Uh, he's obviously meant a lot to the organization, including being a mentor um, for David Wright as uh, David moved through the ranks. His Mets uh, numbers 
in 1154 games with the Mets. Uh, he hit 192 home runs, drove in 629 runs. He had 251 with a 341 on base percentage. Uh, his ops was 801, so that's pretty solid. And he was worth, uh, like I said, the the it says, okay, it says 29.9 WAR with the Mets. So maybe that was a little off in the graphics. Oh no, because that's O WAR. I'm sorry. So yeah, that was right. So 22, uh, 21.9 WAR for the Mets. So that's pretty. It's pretty good. Pretty solid. And uh, you know the Mets. Look. We've talked about the Mets and them honoring their history. They, you know, get around to it every once in a while, and sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. Um, Hojo had some very good seasons here, uh, particularly 1987 and uh, 1989. Uh, obviously, uh, he was a 30-30 guy, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not. 30-30 um, in both 89 and 91. So, I mean... And, oh, and 87. So three thirty thirty seasons for Hojo. So, I mean, look, uh, I mean, yeah, put him in. Why not? Let's get to another voicemail here. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Reed from Virginia. Uh, I was uh, wondering if you thought that either Polecki or Darno could possibly transition from uh, catcher to third. They both had strong finishes last year. Lots of catchers have made the move from backstop to third base. Uh, be a good money-saving move. Before you answer, I am over money-saving moves. Spend some money, get some guys that can play third base, not train a catcher to move to third base. That's not his natural position. Um, I, I just think that this is an insane question. You know a lot more about baseball and stats and players and all this good stuff, OPS, war, this and that. It's not a good idea. Uh, well, your, your point is well taken because you're Thank right. You. I mean, I, I think that you know that, more stuff. To <laughs> no, no, no. The one about no money saving moves. They don't need to save money. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think there's no reason why they can't go out and get an actual third baseman. Um, and, and look, yeah, there have been guys that have transitioned out from behind the plate, but those were also guys that were very successful offensive catchers guys like Craig Biggio and uh you know and even like Todd Zeal's a good example of a guy who transitioned out to a to a corner infield spot and then changed positions again when he came to the Mets um let's worry about Kevin Plawecki and Travis Darno actually being good contributing catchers um Travis well Plawecki was asked about this and he yeah said, you know we're we're better than 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 you guys think and you know trust the process or whatever it is but like if them if if them splitting time behind the plate was actually like the best idea then it would have translated into better results prior to now like how long are we supposed to wait look i get i take travis's uh, i'm sorry kevin's point and i'm you know i'm pulling up travis darno uh here too travis darno has been traded for two cy young award winners uh kevin plawecki was a first round pick these are guys that should have pretty good pedigrees. I mean, and they and they do, and they are good players. I mean, Travis, I'm a huge Travis Darno fan. I think he, I think we both are. I'm just yeah. saying, like, how long are we supposed but, to wait for but this that's to pan the whole out? Thing. You know, you know what? Right now, I was waiting for Apo Taco for like three years now. Yeah, last uh, next week he's going to turn 29. So you know what? I mean, that's kind of shit or get off the pot time. It it is. And, you know, and with Travis, he did have a great finish to his season last year, and that, that is 100% true. And, they both you know did. What? They both finished you know strong. What? Travis's finish was in September against a lot of teams that were out of contention. You know, some of those guys can be bagging groceries next That's year. The, that, who you said know? that last week? I think we were talking about uh, 
weird, weird. Somebody was saying about, oh, yeah, like, uh, you you got to take spring training numbers with a grain of salt. Yeah, when we were talking to Mickey and, you know, that, all that stuff. Yeah. Was it Mickey? We were, I think I said it last Our boy week, Mickey? Too. I think I used the same analogy last week. It doesn't Three really matter. Three weeks in a row, bagging groceries over here. Look, <laughs> look uh, you know, Darno had his best season in the majors in 2015, and it was cut short by injuries. He was worth 1.7 more in just 67 games. Then he had a really good postseason. He had that... Uh, home run to straightaway center right to the apple against the Cubs. Um, he struggled in, in the division series and, and the World Series, truthfully, but he had a great NLCS um, where he had the two homers. He had three homers total in that, uh, in that postseason. It's time for them to establish themselves as everyday players. Push each other, whatever you're going to do in that platoon. You guys, it's time to get it done. But are they ready to be starting infielders? Like, uh, let's have them be... Starting catchers first, and and pump, then let's pump the freaking brakes. Yeah, and then let's you know to be like an everyday player. They're like, oh, let's just move like a a, a part time catcher to a full time third baseman. Come on. Well, even there was always that talk. David Wright should should move to first base. Okay, like you know, it, like yes, I agree that if David Wright is ever going to play again, he should probably get a first baseman's glove, and I think he probably should have started working on that a couple. Do you of remember years when ago? we talked to Piazza and he said he should have taken first the first base job more seriously? I think yeah. you asked him if there's any regrets, and I think that he said his only regret. I don't know if I'm just totally paraphrasing this, but he I, said something yeah. about he should have taken that more seriously towards the end of his career. I think if he embraced and that, his pride, yeah. and be like, listen, I'm, if I want to continue my career, first base is where I got to go, and get ready for it that was also another thing that was terribly handled though because art Howe just decided like hey he's gonna start taking ground balls there and then they never talked to piazza so right, right. And then they asked him oh art says you're gonna start taking ground balls there and he said what yeah oh, oh i guess uh, yeah, yeah you know yeah, it sounds yeah. good um yeah i mean but again these are professional athletes with big egos and all that stuff, and, and they think they're, they're, it's their job to believe that they can do it. So when I see Kevin Ploiecki say this, yes, good, I'm glad. That's exactly the mindset you should have. But now it's time to prove it. As far as moving them out, let's, like, let's have them have one or Why both Why can't we just them. get an actual third baseman well, and let I'm these sure, guys catch? I'm sure that's the plan. Uh, before we play what's in the box, can I get a little refill here? Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> well, you know, you need I'm to back. you need to fill up on, you need to fill up on beer because he is not eating meat unless it's at a steakhouse. We know that for sure. We know that. Yeah, the 100% growler. For sure. The unbranded growler that's out there. The unbranded. Do you want to talk about uh tickets that go on sale tomorrow while we wait and uh, yeah, sure. We are gonna play what's in the box. Next person to call six three one three eight eight five one nine five gets to play what's in the box. If you've won already in the this this uh season, don't call. Don't call. Um we had an email about that. Don't be that guy. But uh hold on one second. Let me give this to Lizzie. Let me uh, just finish boy. I'm getting Chinese food tonight. Oh, while while we while we pause, why would we? Well, I subscribe to the Athletic today. Uh, yeah. How much was it? It was for the year. Uh, it was. Well, we should say the Athletic NYC is officially announced. Mark announced that's where he's going. He's going to be Congrats primarily. To Mark. Hopefully, he got a pay grade, pay upgrade. I'm sure he did. Uh, I know for a fact that these guys have incentive built in to subscribers. Uh, so if you go and subscribe, that will help guys like Mark. Uh, if you're an Islanders fan, guys like Art Staple. So I highly recommend it. I subscribed. It was 30 percent off for like the it's like a presale, and you get a free T-shirt. 41 bucks for the year. So for the first year, and I think sixty bucks for the yeah, year. You got to figure that. the shirts like twenty five bucks. That's what I figured. So look, what kind of shirt is it? Is it nice? It's it's pretty nice. I'll I'll wear it when I get it, and then you can see here. 
I'll wear Not it. unless they're paying us. Yeah, I'll wear it somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, I subscribed. I am very happy with it. I got to be honest with you. A lot of good writers over there, and and like I said, Mark's a, Mark's a good friend. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and well, all the best to Mark. Yeah. We we, lost, we took a big hit having him leave the beat. Um, I, I don't know if is there going to be a replacement for Newsday? Well, are they just scrapping? They that are. Or what? Gonna, they are going to have. Obviously, they're going to get somebody to replace him um, at Newsday. They are. He's also going to do a little bit of Mets coverage over there. Really? Um, they are going to get a primary a primary Mets guy. Uh, to to handle the Mets beat, but the, but Mark also is going to contribute to Mets coverage, also uh, other than primarily covering the Yankees. So cool. I don't know. I, I was kind of I was into it, man. I, I I clicked around. A lot of good stuff on there. No ads. Good user experience. So. I guess that's the whole point. I mean, yeah. I mean, we just had you know S and Y's Mets blog uh, on the screen here to talk about the Ploiecki thing, mm. and the whole border is ads. So I mean, we, get aspect, we get it. We get it. I understand. It's a I'm business just, model, we talked but. about it a couple episodes ago. I'm not really prepared to pay for content. I could get for free uh just from reading tweets like i'm gonna be completely honest i want our traffic to go up i want people to read our articles but a lot of stuff that you can you can know about as far as news is concerned straight from a tweet straight from the 200 and whatever characters it is now that you could read almost everything you need to know without reading the actual article that is certainly the challenge uh that awaits uh the, you know the whole model quite frankly what i am wondering though did you practice any dance moves for tonight, Mr. Ernie? I did not practice. What the no. Fuck, man, come on. I did not practice. You said that I practice. I didn't practice. All right, let's go to the phone while Darren gets down with his bad self, which I'm not 100 percent sure. I know even makes me very uncomfortable. All right, so. <laughs> We have Mindy on the line to play What's in the Box. Not yet, Widow. Why? Because we're dancing. I'm sure this is a phenomenal experience on the podcast side. time up here in the seven line studios <laughs> mindy hey guys what's up doing good how are you guys doing we're, let, we're mindy doing let me ask you a very important question are you dancing right now i am dancing hell yeah See, look at that look at that <laughs> all right mindy. we got a dancer we got a dancer one two three or four what would you like oh i'll take number two okay. number two Always like a n good number two. <laughs> We're here to bring you the best, folks. All right, it's a whole set of seven-line pins. You got the you got to believe in there, the M logo, uh, the LGM, a whole bunch of stuff in there. Darren uh, will send that out to you. Well, Lizzie, Lizzie will. Well, Lizzie will. Lizzie's gonna. Mindy, stay on the line, and Lizzie's gonna tomorrow. get the address and uh, and ship those out to you. Mindy, I That's got cool. your info, so don't worry. Well, don't That's stay nice. on the line then. So why don't you just. You know that. Thanks, Mindy. We appreciate it. And and just don't listen to me next time. Every time I say something, and oh, I'm gonna get your info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. See, you don't even need to listen to me. I don't even know why anybody's here. Why are you here, <laughs> Mindy? Are you coming to spring training? No, I'm not. All right, we'll miss you. Spring training. Yeah, I'll miss you guys too. All right, see you soon. Lizzie will mail us out to you tomorrow. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, Take no care. problem. Huh. <laughs> 
All right, well, you know, when I went to communication school, this is what I had been doing. Freaking psychopath. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow at noon, Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. The next available game goes up. It's Cinco de Mayo. It's also the Cespedes Garden Gnome giveaway day. First 25,000 people through the gates will get one for free. 60 bucks. It also gets you the Seven Line Army jersey for the year, small through 4XL. Make sure you select the correct size before you check out. If you do not select the correct size and you try to change it afterwards, we cannot help you. So make sure you read the screen before you check out, please. It saves everyone a whole lot of trouble. Uh, noon, be there or be square. Mets.com slash the Army. Come and join us. Uh, we are going to do a share contest here. If you haven't shared the show yet, you can do that right now. If you're listening afterwards on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or iTunes, we appreciate it. Maybe leave a review. Um, subscribe, do all that good stuff, tell your friends about the show, and then next week we'll select another person to win some free stuff. So did you pick anyone? Oh, yeah. Come on, dude. I'm sorry. I was making sure we didn't have any breaking news before we we got off the air. There you go. Sorry, I was being thorough. Thorough. And then I was being aggravated by the replies to my... uh, to your post? Todd Frazier thing. Your Read the post. Your blog. Stop post. talking about batting average. <laughs> All right, stop. All right. Kelly Sloboda. Kelly Swoboda? Sla. Oh, Sloboda. Sloboda. Kelly Sloboda is going to get a free orange and blue thing t-shirt. Send her a message. Get her size. Right. We'll mail it out to her. So thank you, guys. We'll see you next Thursday. We did insinuate. Or I always say insinuate, but we did leak that we were going to have a guest tonight. It didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out. We're going to actually insinuate was a was a good word. I did insinuate. Yeah, we didn't leak it. We didn't say who it was going to be. Exactly. How's that going? We we didn't talk about this at all. Is it is it possible for a future episode? I think so. All right. I just don't want there to be like an army of people outside looking for autographs. But Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, yeah, don't do that. Maybe we'll do it taped. We won't tell t- people what day it's going to be, what time it's going to be. Ooh, but yeah, we're working TV. on we're working on something for uh, maybe next week. But whatever, uh, join us either way. It's always fun drinking some beers, talking about the Mets, hanging out. Brian's not going to dance and uh, taking some live calls. If you want to call us throughout the week, just leave us a voicemail. Anyway, next Thursday, season two, episode six, orange and blue thing, right here Thursday night, six p.m. Eastern on Facebook. And uh, always afterwards on orangeandbluething.com. And uh, the podcast is always on our other channels. So check us out. Tell your friends. Let's go match three weeks until opening day. Indeed. Down in spring training. 11 days until pitchers and catches report. Yes. Anything else you want to say? That's it. Sign Todd Frazier. How about that? All right, for real. Let's go Mets. See you guys. Yeah.